Wow, good morning, dear friends. I welcome you to the breaking of another day. To God be the glory. We appreciate God for a restful night. I believe you had a refreshing night hours. It's my prayer this morning that the Lord will give you fullness of your strength. You will enjoy strength, sound health, peace of mind. In the mighty name of Jesus. During this season, it's my prayer that everything that God meant for you will be delivered to you. May the God of heaven favor your cause during this period. I insist in the name of Jesus Christ that everything God has promised you, none of them will fail. In the mighty name of Jesus, the Lord will hasten his word in your life to fulfill them. In the name of Jesus. You know, the scripture says, if you believe, it says you shall see the glory of God. I pray during these few days left, about 16, 17 days to go, by the grace of God, you will see the glory of God. You will experience the favor of the Most High in the name of Jesus. You are blessed in Jesus' name. Uh, dear friends, I want to uh, welcome you to this episode, Preparing to Meet Your God. And listen to me, this is a very serious issue because we are looking beyond this present world we're looking at the dimensions of the world that is to come beloved let me remind you we are strangers we are pilgrims here on the earth there is a homeland we are going i pray you will not miss it i pray i will not miss it i look forward to that glorious morning that we shall find ourselves in the bosom of our Father. I pray nothing will hinder you and me from getting there in the name of Jesus. So we are talking about the necessary preparation to meet your God. And yesterday we saw that the first step in our preparation to meet our God is to wake up from our sleep. The sleep here is a spiritual one. To wake up is to come to consciousness. It is to become aware of where you are, your spiritual state, the spiritual realities around you, that your spiritual eyes become open. Now, this is the beginning of recovery. Actually, that is the beginning of recovery. You wake up, you know, from your spiritual slumbering. In Matthew 25, from verse 1 down to 6, you remember the story of the ten virgins? I, I referred to them yesterday. The Bible says they all slept. Let me just read verses 5 and 6. It said, while the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. 
And at midnight there was a cry made. Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Go ye out to meet him. Now, at midnight there was a cry. And that cry woke them up. They all woke up from their sleep. And then the Bible says, they began to trim their lambs, all right, to meet with him. Now, there is a cry at this time. And what you are hearing now is part of the cry for you and me to wake up. We are already more or less in our midnight hours in this present world. And there is a need to wake up because the Lord will soon come. In Ephesians chapter 5, in verse 14, it said, We are for, he said, Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. Awake thou that sleepest. As you are asleep, the time to wake up is now, beloved. This awakening, leads to our second step. Alright? There will be, when a man wakes up from the dead, a dead man suddenly sneezes back to life. Some of the questions that you hear from such is, where am I? What is happening? What am I doing here? What's going on? Tell me. That is because there is an awareness, there is light now. And you know, the typical state of a man that is dead, I want to show you what happens to a man when he dies. In John chapter 11, 43 and 44 verses, the Bible says, And when he has thus spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot, with grief clothes, and his face was bound about with napkin. Jesus said unto them, Lose him and let him go. Now, you could see Lazarus in this state. The Bible says there were grief clothes around him. His hands were bound, his feet were bound with grief clothes. His face was covered with napkin. And of course, you know, his nose, his mouth, his ears must have been blocked. That is what happens to a man when he dies. People prepare such for burial. I don't know whether people are already preparing you for burial. They, they have seen you decline spiritually. They have seen you compromised. They have seen you dead spiritually. And they believe that what is next is your burial. I can tell you that by the grace of God, they have missed it because you are waking up. You are coming to your spiritual consciousness. Whatever the enemy has brought into your life, they will go. You will recover your sight. You will recover your hearing. You will recover your sensitivity. By the grace of God, sanity is coming into your life. All of the compromises... I see them being taken away by the grace of God. All right? When a man is spiritually dead, 
all right there will be some strange coverings all over him strange garments that can only be found on the dead and before anything else they must be removed once the man wakes up they must be removed whatever has been used to bind you hands and feet spiritually all of the grave clothes they are being removed god will set them ablaze even this morning in the mighty name of jesus christ even when jesus arose from the dead you remember he was buried all right he died he was buried and he was also bound all right they have covered him with clothes grave clothes and all that but when jesus rose up look at john chapter 20 verses 6 and 7 the bible said then cometh simon peter following him and went into the cell poker and see it the linen clothes light beautiful garment they have used to cover jesus uh, the napkin that was about his head it everything they they were folded the bible says they were wrapped together in a place by itself jesus rose from the dead all of those clothes that have used to bind him and all of that he put them aside he folded them he didn't leave the grave site all right he didn't leave the sepulchre with those clothes he didn't wear them out of that place he removed them when someone dies spiritually what kind of clothes is found on such let me show you again in zechariah chapter 3 from verses 3 and 4 the bible says now joshua was clothed with filthy garments and stood before the angel and he answered in verse 4 and speak unto those that stood before him saying take away the filthy garments from him and unto him he said behold i have caused thy iniquity to pass from thee and i will clothe thee with a change of raiment all right there are some of us we need this operation as i'm talking this morning as you are listening to me there are some strange things that were not part of your life before you knew the the your consecration the the level of your dedication the level of the sanctification you have you know reached in your work with god but somehow possibly with a change of environment maybe that brought in some strange things you know they, these are strange things in your life they were not part of you and beloved anything god has not planted in your life that sneaked into your life either by virtue of one strange friendship one strange job you are doing before you got that job that thing was not part of you now officially you know there are certain things you now had to do at the expense at the compromise of your faith beloved they need to go all right and that is what is referred to as filthy garments. He said, remove it. And the man in Zechariah chapter 3 was not just a young believer. He was the high priest. So this issue, you know, can affect anybody. 
You can be a pastor. You can be a reverend. You can be a bishop. You can be called anything. The enemy wants to take away uh, your beautiful garment. Wants to take it away from you. The enemy is a strategic planner and fighter. He has done that successfully for so many people. They have lost their sanctity. They have, you know, they have compromised their faith. All right? And the Bible said, the soul that sinned, it shall die. The soul that sinned. So there is a need for you to sanitize and sanctify yourself. You know, the Bible says in Second Chronicles 29, from verse 1 to 5, when Ezekiah began to reign, the Bible says, he reigned in Jerusalem and did that which was right. He did that in verse 2. He did that which was right in the sight of the Lord, according to all that David his father have done. I pray that God will give you the courage to do what is right this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. And what did he do? The Bible says in the first year of his reign, in the first month, he opened the doors of the house of the Lord and repaired them. And then he brought in the priests and the Levites and gathered them together in the east street and said unto them, Hear ye me, ye Levites, sanctify now yourselves and sanctify the house of the Lord God of your fathers and carry forth the filthiness out of the holy place. This is what God is asking you to do. All right, sanctify yourself now. Every spiritual compromise forms a garment on a man. Sin forms a garment and becomes a clothing on a man. But the Bible says, even in Colossians chapter 3 verse 8, it says, but now you also put off all this anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Put them off. They are like garments. They are forming something. You are getting used to lying. You are getting used to exaggeration. You are getting used to some of those filthy activities around you. They were not part of you, beloved. You were not like this. They need to go. God is asking you to remove them. You know, God said in Ezekiel 36, verse 25, He said, I will sprinkle clean water upon you, and you shall be clean. From all your filthiness and from all your idols will I cleanse you. Beloved, please take time. There are things to be repented of in your life. Don't delay them. There are strange things that were not part of your new creation reality. They are aliens to the kingdom. Take them off. If you want to be part of the kingdom, they need to go. First John chapter 3, in verses 2 and 3, it says, Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it does not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when it shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that has this hope in him, purifies himself even as he's pure. Do you have a hope of going with Jesus? You have a hope of reigning with him in eternity. This is the time for you to purge yourself. Don't postpone it. Purify yourself and the Lord will help you. I pray for every one of us that the Lord will open our eyes to those things we need to discover and the grace to take the right steps. I pray God will grant unto us 
in the name of Jesus. May the Lord preserve you for his heavenly kingdom. Please, beloved, go and read the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 1. You will see there, all impurities of the flesh and the spirit, let them be gone. God bless you. Good morning. I'm your brother and friend. Sunday away. Your day is blessed in Jesus' name.